Hello everyone, this is another episode of the Next English Podcast and this time it is about betrayal, about being betrayed. I'm now sitting in my garden, so don't be surprised if you hear all sorts of noises. It's just the noises of the nature. To tell you the truth, I don't feel like recording right now because right at this moment I'm full of negative emotions, very negative emotions. Nevertheless, um, I took this opportunity to uh, grab my recording device and I decided to speak my heart out or to pour my heart to pour my heart out. I know it might help me, so it's a bit of an irony, isn't it? When you are most apathetic, when you don't feel like doing anything, that's when you become creative sometimes. That's when you want to write poems and create stuff. That's exactly what happened to me. So now I'm lying on the on a mat here, which is uh, on the grass, which is in my garden, which is uh, on my property, which is in my village, which is part of the town Podjebrady, which is in the Czech Republic, which is in Europe, which is on the planet Earth. Podcast is a great way to let your emotions uh, out, I guess. For me, it works better than bottling it up. Hopefully, it will be interesting for you too, for my listeners, because I decided to make this episode into a vocabulary one. So you will actually learn uh, not only about uh, my hardship of feeling betrayed, but also about uh, some vocabulary, which you may find useful later when uh, you know when using English language in a conversation. That's the ultimate aim. What happens uh, is that I wrote this text about the emotions as I felt it. And first, I'm going to read it out to you. After this, I'll look at some expressions that I found on the internet, and that might be useful when describing state like mine. And I'm going to wrap this up with a poem, which I found on the internet, a poem by Walt Whitman, which I will read out to you. Okay, so let's get started. First, uh, the text. Betrayal is one of the worst feelings you can experience. It makes you feel angry, empty, puzzled and helpless. Especially if it comes from someone you would never expect it from. It can happen that we stop loving, caring. It is only natural and everybody has right to make his own choices. But if you trust a person to the point that you would literally lay your life for her and she steps you in the back, it hurts. It really does. Especially if you have known this person for ages, experienced a lot, thought you could trust her in everything. Especially if you know that you have had a lot of nice moments, you have had a lot of fun together. Feeling betrayed may appear to be as painful as being broken-hearted. Maybe even worse. A broken heart is a normal thing. It belongs to life. We love, we stop loving, for whatever reasons. But betrayal, it is another level. Especially if all arguments are on your side. If the person has actually nothing to say in her defense. If she has absolutely no arguments in hand whatsoever. When she is aware of this, 
and is too cowardly to even face you in person or hear your voice on phone and writes you a Facebook message instead. This is very humiliating, unfair, unjust. But you mustn't give in. This is what life is about, sadly. It is full of shit, full of hypocrisy. People who claim to be your best friends, your soulmate, hit you below the belt when you least expect it. But you must not give in. It hurts, it always does. But the best thing you can do is to play it cool and give the person who did this to you some time to actually realize that it is their loss and they will eventually regret it. Then maybe even people who seem to have no conscience now will feel sorry for what they did later. You feel betrayed, it sucks, it's painful, like hell. The only thing you can do is to adopt a what doesn't kill you makes you stronger approach or attitude. You have to try to be cool as soon as you possibly can. You need to get over it, because life goes on. Nevertheless, you will always meet more force people on your life path. Next time, though, you will be more vigilant because you learned your lesson. And if not, the wound won't be that deep because you have been through this already. You are stronger. Another stage of this is to learn to forgive. I don't think it is necessary to forgive directly to the person, although it could show your character and ultimately may lead to the traitor realizing her own mistake. What is even more crucial, though, is to forgive your soul, so to speak. It will release the anger and calm you inside. Learning to accept the truth, however unfair and sad it is, in my opinion, is one of the hardest things to do in life. I've always struggled with this, but I know the theory. I know it is pointless to hold grudges. It will never be the same again. You will always remember this, as it will remain like a, like a war scar on your body. A scar which can be healed, but never forgotten, because it is always there. To err is human, to forgive is divine. I'll see what I can do about all this, but this is how I feel right now. I wanted you to listen to my story. I'm not gonna be any more specific because I don't think there is any point in it. I just wanted to give you the taste of how I feel right now. Okay, now let's go through some words and expressions. So the word betrayal, it means an act of deliberate disloyalty. When you are disloyal, which means not loyal to somebody. Like when your friend told other people or your secrets or something. The person just lets you down, you know. He betrays you. It is a breaking of an agreement, written or unwritten rules or doing something to hurt a relationship. Betrayal's root is betray. I mean the lexicological root. Um, it, it comes from the Middle English word betrayan. Not sure about the pronunciation here meaning mislead, deceive. Betrayal has to do with destroying someone's trust, possibly by lying. If you start dating your best friend's girlfriend behind his back, for example, it doesn't have to be literally behind uh, his back, you know, it's like a metaphor. Um, that's an act of betrayal. Betrayal also means helping an enemy, such as a person who gives 
secret information or intelligence to a country that is at war with his or her own. Uh, sometimes this is called treason, the act of treason. So, just to repeat, the, the verb is to betray, and the noun is betrayal. Uh, it refers to the abstract idea of betraying, a betrayal. Traitor is the person who betrays you. He is called a traitor. Sometimes he or she can be called Judas. Judas was the apostle who betrayed Jesus Christ. Uh, it's all described in the Bible, in the uh, holy book of Christians. Okay, there are some more expressions uh, about betraying. To sell somebody out, to sell someone out, or to sell someone down the river. Let's say two guys, let's call them Peter and David. They did something bad, I don't know, maybe they are like schoolboys and they smoked marijuana or something. Now, Peter told everything he knew about David to his parents. He sold his friend out to his parents or to the teacher, to the class teacher. And that actually sold David down the river. Maybe Peter didn't have much to lose, so he did this despite the fact that he would be revealed himself. Um, maybe for him it's not such a big deal, but for David um, it was a really painful moment. It was a betrayal for him uh, that his friend Peter betrayed him. Another expression is to stab someone. You stab someone in the back, of course, uh, which means to put a knife or dagger in a person when he doesn't know it, in a kind of a cunning way. It's like what the assassins used to do. Sorry about that tractor sound in the background. I'm not sure if you can hear it, but I certainly can. And it is a bit distractive to what I'm talking about right now, but hopefully, hopefully the tractor will just leave. And that's what it is doing, actually. So we're lucky we can carry on with this. So to stab someone uh, or to stab someone in the back. Somebody promises to mind your dog, for example, while you're on holiday, uh, while you go on holiday to England. And then when it comes to it, uh, he doesn't actually do it. And the dog dies of hunger or something or... It does not die, maybe, but when you come back from England, it looks gaunt, you know. It looks very skinny. Uh, when you come back, uh, clearly suffering from malnutrition and doesn't even recognize you because he's in such a horrible state. And it means that your friend, or maybe it can be your neighbor, you know, someone who promised that he would look after your dog, he doesn't do it or he forgets or something. And that's... Uh, that's when he steps you, you know. He doesn't have to literally step you. That would be, uh, that would be a murder or murder attempt uh, or something like that. And that doesn't usually happen. But what happens is that people betray each other, uh, which is sometimes even worse than the murder. Because, you know, when you get murdered, uh, I think uh, you, don't actually, you don't actually feel anything. You, you don't have any emotions because uh, you're dead. So... In a way, it's worse to be betrayed. The feeling of being betrayed is worse than the feeling of uh, being dead. Because I don't think that people can actually feel anything. 
Uh, it's a bit speculative, of course, because some people may believe that there is something like ghosts or afterlife. Or, you know, I'm not an expert at these things, so I don't want to dig deep into this. Okay, so let's take a look at another word, and that is to double-cross. It's a verb, and it means to betray someone by acting against a prior agreement. For example, you had an agreement with a friend that you would go to live in England together, and then your friends, uh, then your friend, just two days before the departure, tells you that he is going to go there with someone else. He double crosses you. You arranged everything. You spent a lot of money on the preparations. You told everyone. You left your job, and now this happens. It's just you know, it's betrayal. It's double cross. The person double-crossed you. Uh, another word, by the way, for betrayal, and I just remember it, is treachery. Treachery. And then the person who does this to you is treacherous, you know? He's treacherous. That's uh, the adjective after the linking verb to be. Okay, let's uh, have a look at some more verbs and phrases. When you disclose in a breach of confidence... Uh, which means to give away information that is supposed to be kept secret. So some words are to blab, to divulge, to expose, to let out, to reveal, to give away, as I said before, to give away, to tell, to uncover, to unveil. Uh, and then uh, also informal expression is to spill. And then there are some idioms, actually, to spill the beans, um, if you spill, sp excuse me. If you spill the beans, you give away the information that is supposed to uh, not that is supposed to stay secret. Uh, to let slip, to let the cat out of the bag, also, which is a funny one. To let the cat out of the bag. So maybe if your friend, uh, if you tell somebody that uh, you are pregnant or something, and um, you don't want anyone to know because nobody is supposed to know about this. It's just you. But sometimes it's better to share um, whatever you have on your mind with someone else. So you actually tell your best friend. But what he does is that he lets the cat out of the bag. So he tells everyone in the village. And then it's very humiliating for you and you feel, excuse me, you feel betrayed and stuff. Or another one is to tell all. To tell or quite a simple one uh, some more verbs for causing to accept what is false especially by trickery or misrepresentation beguile bluff cozen deceive delude double cross have been through this one before dupe fool hoodwink humbug mislead take in trick also, there are some informal words like bamboozle. That's a funny one. Bamboozle. I don't think I will remember this like ever. Sounds like a bumblebee. Bamboozle. Or booze or something. Also to foreflush, which is a slang term apparently. And there are some idioms. To lead astray. To play false. To pull the wool over somebody's eyes. To pull the wool over somebody's eyes. That's a nice idiom. To put something over on and to take somebody for a ride. To take somebody for a ride. Okay? So, what could be a betrayal? Well, 
there are various forms of betrayal, of course. For example, telling someone a secret, being unfaithful, which is like having an affair with someone else behind your back, breaking someone's heart, lying to you, uh, converting to your enemy, like during war or something, borrowing money and never paying it back, actually, or the worst of them all, of course, is supporting Tottenham in a game, in a football game, if you are actually an Arsenal fan. Of course, it works vice versa, too. Or listening to another podcast, but uh, Zdenek's English podcast, that would be uh, possibly uh, the highest level, the highest stage of treachery, of betrayal. Well, not really. I'm a bit exaggerating here. It's a bit of splitting hair. It's not a big deal, really, if you listen to a different podcast, but mine, I won't take it personally. I won't understand it as betrayal. Not certainly after what I'm feeling right now. I think I can't feel any worse. But uh, you know what? When you think you can't feel any worse, uh, you actually can. It's always like that. Uh, it's like Murphy's Law. So I just want to raise one question before I move to the poem. Do you think it counts as a betrayal if you reveal something to somebody unintentionally? You know what I mean? If you tell somebody, if you maybe tell the secret, uh, but you don't mean to, just because you are a chatterbox, just because you are a very talkative person and you just can't help it and you, ha you tell someone, maybe then you regret it, uh, but it's too late. You know, when you do something not on purpose, it's a question of opinion, but I certainly think it is less serious, you know, than deliberate, intentional betrayal. But it can still be very painful for the person who is betrayed, of course, because uh, ultimately it's, you know, the deed is done, and when the deed is done, you cannot take it back. You've done it, and uh, all you can do is just apologize, but... Sometimes apology isn't enough, right? Okay, let's move on to this poem. And it's a poem written by Walt Whitman, who was um, a famous American poet from the 19th century. And he was the author of the leaves of the famous uh, Leaves of Grass. If you look at his picture in Wikipedia, actually, um, if you look at Walt Whitman's picture, you get the impression that, that he looks little bit like Gandalf, you know, long beard, intelligent looking eyes of wisdom and slightly worried face. Very nice picture there on Wikipedia. And the poem is called Manhattan Streets I Sauntered. Manhattan Streets I Sauntered. To be honest with you, I didn't know the word to saunter. I had to look it up in a dictionary and it means to wander, like to walk slowly along the street without any spe specific objective, to saunter. Uh, it sounds a bit depressive, but that's actually how you feel when, you're dep dep uh, ah. when you are um, betrayed. It's a bit sad. There are like mixture of emotions in your brain uh, at that point. Uh, I think it's sadness, anger, and just kind of despair as well. So that's a bit depressive, of course. And um, I'm going to read this poem out to you now. Uh, I'll try to do my best uh, so that it is clearly understandable. But um, 
Sometimes I may actually mispronounce some words. So I'll do my best, of course. Those words that I will mispronounce will be the words I don't know the meaning of myself, you know. That would be the only reason of mispronunciation, I believe. Okay, let's do this. Manhattan Street, I sauntered, pondering. On time, space, reality, on such as these, and abreast with them, prudence. After all, the last explanation remains to be made about prudence. Little and large alike drop quietly aside from the prudence that suits immortality. The soul is of itself. All verges, to it all, has reference to what ensues. All that a person does, says, thinks, is of consequence. Not a move can a man or woman make that affects him or her in a day, month, any part of the direct lifetime, or the hour of death, but the same affects him or her onward, afterward, through the indirect lifetime. The indirect is just as much as the direct. The spirit receives from the body just as much as it gives to the body, if not more. Not one word or deed, not venereal sore, discoloration, privacy of the onanist, putridity of gluttons, of rum drinkers, peculation, cunning, betrayal, murder, seduction, prostitution, but has results beyond death, as really as before death. Charity and personal force are the only investments worth anything. No specification is necessary, all that a male or female does. This is vigorous, benevolent, clean, is so much profit to him or her in the unshakable order of the universe and through the whole scope of it forever. Who has been wise receives interest, savage, felon, president, judge, farmer, sailor, mechanic, literate, young, old, it is the same. The interest will come round, all will come round, singly, wholly, to effect now, affected their time, will forever affect all of the past, and all of the present, and all of the future. All the brave actions of war and peace, all help given to relatives, strangers, the poor, old, sorrowful, young children, widows, the sick and the shunned persons, all furtherance of fugitives and the escape of slaves, all self-denial that stood steady and aloof on wrecks and saw others fill the seats of the boats, all offering of substance of life for the good old cause or for friends' sake or opinion's sake, all pains of enthusiasts scoffed at by their neighbors, all the limitless sweet love and precious suffering of mothers, all honest men baffled in strifes, recorded or unrecorded, all the grandeur and good of ancient nations whose fragments we inherit, all the good of the dozens of ancient nations unknown to us by name, date, location. All that was ever manfully begun, 
whether it succeeded or no, all suggestions of the divine mind of man, or the divinity of his mouth, or the shaping of his great hands, all that is well thought or said this day on any part of the globe, or any of the wandering stars, or on any of the fixed stars, by those there as we are here. All that is henceforth to be thought or done by you, whoever you are, or by anyone, these inure, have inured, shall inure, to the identities from which they sprang or shall spring. Did you guess anything lived only its moment? The world does not so exist, no parts palpable or impalpable so exist. No consummation exists without being from some long previous consummation and that from some other, without the furthest, conceivable one coming a bit nearer the beginning than any. Whatever satisfies soul is true. Prudence entirely satisfies the craving and glut of souls. Itself only finally satisfies the souls. The soul has that measureless pride which revolts from every lesson but its own. Now I give you an inkling. Now I breathe the word of the prudence that walks abreast with time, space, reality, that answers the pride which refuses every lesson but its own. What is prudence is indivisible, declines to separate one part of life from every part, divides not the righteous from the unrighteous, or the living from the dead, matches every thought or act by its correlative, knows no possible forgiveness or deputed atonement, knows that the young man who composedly periled his life and lost it has done exceedingly well for himself without doubt, that who never periled his life but retains it to old age in riches and ease has probably achieved nothing for himself worth mentioning, knows that only that person has really learned who has learned to prefer results, who favors body and soul the same, who perceives the indirect assuredly following the direct, who in his spirit, in any emergency, whatever neither hurries on, avoids death. Okay, guys. I'm not going to read this again just because my neighbor decided to use his uh, chainsaw. I'm not going to do this, all right? Um, <laughs> doesn't really matter. It just happened and I think, well, it was very loud sound, you know. Okay, there is some truck there. Somebody just started his, the engine, so there are more and more sounds. And it's all mixing up with the sounds of the nature with the, the birds twittering and um, the flies buzzing around. Anyway, I don't know if you enjoyed this poem. It was interesting for me. Sometimes it's good to just read anything, even if you don't understand it. Just read anything, just for the sake of practicing reading out, which is good for your pronunciation. And it's exactly what I did now. Uh, I mean, I understood the word separately, but when you read aloud, it's actually quite hard to sort of focus on what you are reading, focus on the meaning of what you're reading, and especially with the poems, uh, 
you really need to concentrate on them you know sometimes they are hard to analyze and they are interesting part of the literature and the culture of course so, so that's why I thought I would give you a taste of a poem which was about betrayal and uh, it was a famous poem by a classic writer from America Walt Whitman so how shall I conclude this uh, I think it's time I drew this to a close well I think it is okay to be betrayed by a stranger a shop assistant say who gives you less money and uh, you only notice it when you get home you know um, we can g easily get over this we forget it it's just we made a mistake uh, even if the shop assistant did this deliberately to kind of earn more money um, people often betray each other because it's in their own personal interest to do it it's a bit selfish though however if you are betrayed by someone you care for someone you have feelings for be it your friend partner or lover it hurts the most psychologically betrayal is one of the worst feelings to experience it really hurts only time can heal it naturally it will pass and karma will get those who did what they did well not always uh, I don't know but karma is a nice thought but does it really always work I mean it's a question which I will leave unanswered I may leave it for you listeners I would like to encourage you to maybe record me a voice comment on audioboo.fm or, um, I don't know, uh, a comment on Facebook or something. You know, I'll be happy for any sort of feedback. So, yeah. One more important point to make. Sometimes betrayal can be very subjective. I mean, one person may perceive it as no betrayal, because uh, one has free will to do things, of course, and um, one should have the right to make his own uh, decisions. And there are often more points of view, more sides to a story, of course. No story is just simple-minded or single-tracked, if you know what I mean. Whereas other person or culture may understand it as an act of betrayal or treason, you know. Sometimes the whole community, we are of different cultures, obviously, uh, I am from the Czech Republic, we have some culture here, you are from all sorts of places and you, you have different culture where you are from there. And in some cultures maybe, if you do something bad, you know, like for example, I don't know, you convert to a different religion, uh, they can be condemned for this, you know, denounced for betraying some basic principles of the community breaking or bending or violating some internal regulations or rules you know um, somewhere you could even die for it you could be executed publicly or something so it's just a thought the person who betrays you may not feel the same way you know may not actually realize it that he did this to you but after all it is actually pointless uh, if it's so hard for you to get over it I mean as I said before, this should be something you should ultimately do at the end of the day, to get over it, to forgive your soul. But still, when it's too hard for you, it's pointless to consider it even, you know. It's the other person's um, conscience that has to deal with this, okay? All right, I think I've talked long enough. Obviously, now that I'm drawing to a close, uh, 
the chainsaw has stopped revving or whatever the sound is. And uh, that's a lovely sign maybe of, uh, of good future to come or something. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, I would like to say goodbye to you for now. And until next time, bye!